today and I'm here with Jamie Steyer. Hey, Jamie. Hello. (laughs) And I'm Elisa Woods and we are here to tell you all about what's going on with pro sports, how they're handling this virus, whether they're in the bubble, whether they never intended to be in a bubble, whether (laughs) they're out of the bubble now, where is everybody, what are they doing and how are they handling this pandemic? Because really, the way that they handle this pandemic is going to kind of pave the way for college sports, maybe even fall high school sports. So uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on all of it. Yes, absolutely. There's, there's a lot this week. Last week I had a couple sports and I was like, yeah, they're just kind of hanging out. This week, oh boy. We I got love all it. sorts of it. Lay it on me. What's going on with baseball? All right, let's get into it. So the big one, um, well, actually, there's several good stories out of uh, the MLB. Uh, the first one we're going to get into is from Cleveland, the Indians. Zach Plesak and Mike Clevinger broke protocol, went out in Chicago after their game, and proceeded to lie about it. So um, the former got caught and then... Clevinger did not say, hey, I was also with him. So the first guy got shoved into a rental car and they made him drive himself home. Uh, The other didn't say that he was with them. And he just went ahead and rode on the plane. Uh, So the teammates are mad. Mad, mad, mad. Adam Puck was like, "They, they flat out lied to us. And so they're both on... There's the restricted list right now. Um, Super, like, super messed up. I mean, after everything we've talked about with MLB, like, the Cardinals ended up not uh, appearing to be, like, from a protocol break, you know, just seemed to be kind of a bad circumstance, whatever, those things are going to happen. And now here are these guys who just decided, eh, whatever. That's so messed up. So messed up. I mean, you're, what are you? How many weeks into the season? Like five? Right. Like, you, come on. You can't well, handle it. And when you've seen, like, how bad it can be for other teams, yeah. you know, when you see how bad it is for the Cardinals right now, who we're going to get into next, like, how do you see that and think, oh, but it's no big deal? Yeah. I mean, I lived in Chicago, and it was great. It was a great place to go out, and it was super fun. I get it. Like, I could probably think of a couple places they might have gone, but <laughs> those places may or may not have also been coronavirus-ridden. I mean, Chicago has right. gotten hit pretty hard. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just, like, amazes me that grown adults just have, like, a full lack of self-control. Right. Like chill for chill for a year. Like chill for a couple of months. Chill till you're out of the season. Right. Like in general, for society, like stay inside for this foreseeable future. But even just during the season, so you don't infect all your teammates. Right. Kind of messed up. Um. But yeah. So Cardinals, uh, have had their start date pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Um. Last week we were saying. Oh yeah, they're going to be playing this weekend. Obviously, that did not happen. Yeah. Um. So now it is looking like I am just going to say the exact same words again. It looks like they are coming back on either Friday or Saturday of this week. Um. At least as of right now, they have not had a positive test since Sunday as of this point. So that is, I believe, a little bit more time since last time. 
So they can go ahead and resume. It appears they're currently trying to resume on Friday. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. Um, and then a lot of people are saying that as of right now, there's pretty much no chance that they hit all 60 games. Like that's what a lot of the MLB insiders are saying. Um, it's just one of those things like that's 55 games in 46 days. Like even, even if you're doing like long series, you still have travel time. You still have, you know, you, you really can only push it so far. Um, but yeah, that was, that was John Heyman. that was saying that it's not looking good for 60. They're going to try to get like 50 or more in, but especially considering the likelihood that another team is going to face something at some point, And maybe they'll have another game or two delayed uh, through no fault of their own. So yes, the cat has joined for a second <laughs> week in a row. I love it. He has her own takes. So speaking of the Cardinals, the, that field of dreams game is postponed until next yes. year. Yes. Yes. Super bummer, but I mean, hopefully the most people possible can enjoy it. Yes. See, that's that the thing really nice. is that like now that it's postponed until next year, I'm, I'm really hoping that there can be just a ton of fans there mm-hmm. and it becomes kind of a thing for Iowa. Like it, us. it almost gets to a point where like, it's cool if it's just broadcasted, yeah. but it's really special if it's like the full experience. Yeah, definitely. Especially and, for the first one. Ever. And also like, think about the way that like, like, think about the way that March Madness is handled when when TV crews come into Iowa and they go out and they go to restaurants and they Absolutely. talk to people. And people like are that. so shocked that Iowa is, like, anything beyond field. Right. Well. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and it's just, like, you're not going to get that interaction mm-hmm. if they would have done it this year. So like, yeah. maybe it's uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I, yeah, I would definitely think so. Um, last thing I have from MLB is uh, they are seeing the issues uh, that the Marlins and the Cardinals have had, and rumor has it they are in preliminary discussions about having the postseason in a bubble. Ooh. So um, that was reported by Jeff Passon from ESPN and also the LA Times. So there is right now it's just a lot of speculation. Um, there are insiders who are saying, yes, like the MLB is genuinely pursuing this, but we don't really have any other details. Obviously, it would be a little bit difficult um, with how many teams would be in it. You know, you have 16 teams. You're not going to have one singular bubble. Um, but the rumor is that maybe they would have like four sites of bubbles for like, you know, four teams in each and then bring it all together for um, the end of it there. So we'll see, uh, especially if there's any more outbreaks, like you have to think that they just know that that's their only option to right. finish this season. Right. It's a good option though. Oh, absolutely. If you can get through this and then like try to get the playoffs off without a hitch, like do what you can. <laughs> Definitely. Well, the team, the, the league that is in the bubble, the NBA is doing pretty well, still in the bubble, still, you know, no cases. I think that they tested like 342 players last week, zero positive coronavirus cases. Again, uh, that was announced on Wednesday and 
they did do a little bit of announcement. They did a clarification, I'll <laughs> say. So they had said, you know, yeah, we're going to open our doors and players can bring friends, family, whatever. You know, it was, it was a little vague. They said, let's be a little more specific about w once the playoffs start, who, who, who can come into the bubble? They have to have a established, pre-existing, personal, and known relationship. And this has been talked about ad nauseum on sports radio. And so I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, the same thing. I'm not going to say anything that anybody hasn't already said. But basically, like, you can't bring some Instagram model that you've never met into the bubble. You know, oh. you can't bring somebody from the wing place in Atlanta into the bubble. You know what I mean? Like, those are the jokes. Those are the jokes. But you have to prove that, you know, you've had a longstanding known relationship with, with whoever you want to bring into the bubble, which I think could be a little bit interesting because oh, yeah. the whole known relationship thing, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of the players have relationships that they don't tell the public about, you know, oh, they're sure. famous people. They don't want it's everybody like to know it's their months business. Of, uh, it's months of texts like enough, you know, if right. I've been talking to eight girls all at the same time, like, do I have a tier list? Right. right. And I wonder, I wonder which girls think that they're coming into the bubble and they're definitely not oh no <laughs> like, there's gonna be some hurt feelings right there are gonna be some hurt feelings but i'm excited for the families the you know genuine oh, yeah. families that are going to be reconnected and i'm excited um that you know the families are going to get to come in and watch some of the games each player gets a ticket for each game for their um for their guest and an additional seat available to a child 32 inches or shorter, according to the memo. Like what? That's so I arbitrary. Know. I know. And it like makes it like, okay. These are professional athletes. I bet their kids are huge. Right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got a three-year-old taller than 32 inches. Like, I don't know how tall is 32. That's not very that's tall. Not even like a that's very so, that's, that's a very so small. small child i feel like um, i i need clarification on i know that. <laughs> i know um but they they just kind of said also like there's they've made lang the language of the rules are prohibiting like agents chefs trainers tattoo artists according to the memo like very specific and it just kind of makes me think that guys have been like hey can we can we bring this person can we bring you know they've they've asked like can i bring a chef in i'm tired of your food here you know honestly and, fair question like i feel like it is that's definitely a fair question and if i could bring in a chef don't tell my husband but i would i might bring in a chef <laughs> At a certain point. Right. I mean, I have somebody cleaning my room for me. Like, housekeeping is cleaning my room. All I need is a chef, play basketball, and I'm good to go. Um, but they've also said that the family's members, you know, won't be able to go outside of the campus zone and go to, like, Disney theme parks and stuff like that. And so I, I think 
that it will be even more poignant after they win the championship to say like i'm going to disneyland you know or disney world whatever whichever one it is we've been sitting here like less than a mile the entire time we're gonna walk out the door right right like taking my kids two blocks down the street right (laughs) that's that's where we're going but i just think i'm I think that'll be fun. I think it'll be kind of a fun little story to see these players and their families coming and it just kind of being this big bonded, cool opportunity for their families. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's been so cool to see that in the WNBA. So it'll be really nice for the NBA to get that same kind of opportunity. Yeah. And just to see these families and these guys and their families have to take such a huge sacrifice for Mm -hmm. what? For entertainment and money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For, For their families to get to come out and have that special time. I'm excited for them. Yes. The other cool thing that I saw that they did was that the Phoenix Suns organized um, friends and family to do the starting lineup, which I thought was really cool. Um, And they surprised all the players and all the players were just like, what? You know, and then they kind of cheered for each other. To see, yeah, to see the like expressions on their faces and them all like grabbing each other when like their family gets up there. I was just like, yeah, no, it was so cute. And it was mostly, um, it was mostly family, like family members, Mm -hmm. wives, a couple kids out there. But Devin Booker's one actually, if you have time to dig into this story, it's really interesting. So the, the girl who did Devin Booker's uh, kind of announcement, she is a girl with Down syndrome who's a huge Phoenix Suns fan who's become a really good friend of Devin Booker and like went to the NBA draft with him when he um, was like announcing for the, for, for their team and everything like that. And just got to hang out for the whole week with them. And it was just a really cool thing and they've become really good friends. And so that was a really cool story. So if you have time to, to look up that story and check it out, I think it's pretty heartwarming. It kind of made, made me a fan of Devin's. Oh yeah. I saw it was, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite videos I saw like in the past week. I know it was so good. So, I mean, that's what's going on in the NBA. No news is good news, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say another, you know, week, no positive tests, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Yeah. But still fun times in the bubble. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, the NFL has significantly more news this week. Um, Good news. Their positive test rate uh, has been 0.46%. Um, so doing pretty well there. However, there are still impacts like within that small percentage. Um, the Chargers head coach, Anthony Lynn, did test positive. I'm not sure when because they said it was revealed on Hard Knocks. I don't watch Hard Knocks. So I don't mm-hmm. know if this was like a recent thing or if he was just telling them, hey, during the course of this pandemic, I tested positive. Gotcha. So... Just at some point, I mean, if he's been around them, obviously he's not positive anymore. So right. it happened at some point. Um, and then currently, um, the Bengals' John Ross just left training camp because his son and his son's mother both tested positive. So he left so that he could go take care of them. Um, so obviously a very difficult decision, I'm sure. But huge props to him for, you know, putting family first. It's what everyone's been talking about is you got to do what's best for your family. And when circumstances change you have to change with them. So um, a couple of impacts there. Um, And then we have 
this, the story I was most excited to share. From the Seahawks, rookie Kiva Sivaran has been waived. On its face, not that exciting of a story. However, the reason is because he tried to sneak a woman into the team hotel. Well. Not only did he try to sneak a woman into the team hotel, but he dressed her up in team gear to try and make it seem like she belonged there and got caught. Wow. So they said, no, you do not get to put the entire season in jeopardy because you want some. Wow. Goodbye. <laughs> Send them home. That's crazy. I know. It's like a whole caper. Like he really tried it. Really tried it. <laughs> I'm just like trying to picture him like just trying to have this casual stroll and somebody being like, who that? Right. <laughs> like you have to think that they've got like IDs and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, oh no, like can't you see like she's wearing Seahawks stuff? Like she oh clearly belongs here. Clearly well, this is well thought here. out. I would give almost anything to see like the footage. Yeah. I just want to see how this happened. I so want to see what the disguise was. A for effort. Like you, you put the hair up like under the hat, like yeah. act like it's just like a little kicker or something. Like, what do you, what's the point? What are you trying to do here? Put her in the mascot gear. Like, Oh, it's just a right. mascot. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I kind of couldn't, couldn't believe it. I love it. I you love know, that. at some point you're going to get weird stuff like that. Oh yeah. You have to. And then the last thing I was looking at, fan pods. They're still trying to get fans in the stands. Uh, Jerry Jones dropped a little bit of info. Uh, so far, the Cowboys, Pats, and Chiefs have all um, either released information or started selling tickets for pods, um, small groups. I mean, essentially, they were comparing it to where you're allowed to go out to eat just with, like, your small groups. Um, yeah. So you'd be distanced from other people, and you would be able to have, like, your own little tiny section so i mean you know that they want more than anything to be able to have fans there just because one atmosphere to like money 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 so right. it'll be interesting to see as we get closer to the season where we're at and if that's like a widely adopted policy yeah you know what <laughs> thinking back to um trying to sneak a, that girl into the <laughs> Like, when you were like not only that i thought you were gonna be like not only that but she had a cough like uh. <laughs> and anyway, i'm never gonna it really that. took a different <laughs> turn than you were expecting i know it's good would have ever anticipated i know it is it's fun disguise well the nhl is in playoffs uh now and i think that they think they may be rethinking their playoff strategy because it is start like almost every game is going into overtime uh, like it's just getting a little bit bananas uh after six hours five overtimes and 151 shots on goal the tampa bay lightning won game one game one Won the oh, first no. game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. That was back on Tuesday. And I'm just thinking, like, okay, MLB decided to say, okay, we're going to do seven-inning doubleheaders. Like, we're going to put somebody on second mm -hmm. for, you know, overtime for extra innings. 
do you think that the that hockey's kind of saying shoot we should, maybe what we should have can we do yeah right right maybe we should have not had a six hour game <laughs> um but i mean they did and then i heard another game went into maybe two overtimes mm-hmm. last night so it's just it's a lot they they got a lot going on in the nhl but i am pumped playoff hockey is awesome and oh yeah like it's hard to say you should do you you should think of do a shootout or something like that when like you can tell that the passion is really high mm-hmm. right now like mm-hmm. like they want hockey, to but oh yeah they want to be playing they want to win every game there's you know no longer this home ice advantage it's every man for themselves so they're, they're in it and and they're uh they're going and if you have chance to check it out playoff hockey is the best hockey oh yeah and you know what else is so funny is the nhl is hysterical with like the no fans and stuff did you see um who was it where they had up on the big screen thank you fans and then they panned to the stands and they put four stationary fan units sitting there (laughs) i did see that yeah that was good. That's clever. They've, they've been killing it with like the memes, like acknowledging that there's no fans here and just like going to town, just making all the jokes on it. Oh my God. They were tweeting the other day, whoever was supposed to play after that five overtime game was tweeting at the NHL, like tattling on them. Like they won't get off the ice. <laughs> Let us on. Come on. So, I mean, that's the NHL. Um, soccer ha- was is just, like, just strapping mm-hmm. up. I want to say, what was it, the 11th was the last? No, last night was the last game. Anyway, so on the 11th, they tested only 102 individuals. Like, we're getting down to brass tacks here. Mm-hmm. Like, not very many uh, guys were left in the bubble at that point, and still everybody tested negative. So uh, the bubble worked out for them. Um, they were happy with it. Now moving on to kind of regular play. So, all right. Good deal. We, did, we, we got the tournament behind us. Um, let's kind of move on to regular play. The Timbers beat Orlando City 2-1 to one, um, for for the championship. And I, I heard on, I think it was maybe Dan Patrick this morning, but they were talking about like – the. These championships are not are they're going to have asterisks, but not because they're less than, because possibly they're more than they're yeah. more oh, difficult. Yeah. Like yeah. these are the playing field is completely leveled. Like mm-hmm. you can see it with Milwaukee. Like in in the NBA, they thrive off of their fans, yep. and it's gotten a little the the playing field's gotten a little leveled here. You know, some of these superstars that really feed off of the fans are not don't just don't have that that cheering section for them and so really it's it's every man for themselves so i props to portland timbers i think that you saw them after their win like hoist the trophy up and just see how excited they were like this was a serious well-won um trophy uh so so that happened and then kind of some news out of the bubble is that the atlanta united 
um, coach got got fired. So decent Bad team. time to get fired. Weird time to fire coaches. Right. You know? like, well, you get it, but yeah, they were they they were not expected to lose as many games as they did. So in the back in the back to playing. Gosh, what are they even calling this? The back to playing tournament. <laughs> MLS is back. There it is. I mean, it's such a obviously simple, impeccable branding. Right. right. It, just really well thought out name for their tournament. It seems simple, but I can't seem to remember. You it, expect but, it to be more. Than yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> so Atlanta lost all three of their games in group play, and they failed to score a goal. That's during group play so they said all right pretty abysmal yeah. I suppose. we're for regular season i think we're gonna move on a little bit so um frank DeBoer was let go from his he was it was mutually agreed upon that they would part ways effective immediately i feel like if it's effective immediately it's never mutual you know what i mean no. like no no one that's... comes home and they and they you both send a message at the same time like we're right. done right like it's when it's a breakup and you're like oh it's mutual and it's just a safe right right no it's it's always you it's never me (laughs) that's kind of the big news coming out of soccer right now um but what's going on in the WNBA? so we've got really good news um last week we talked at uh pretty good length about Taya Cooper and her inconclusive test. Yeah. Um about how, you know, if that came back and she was positive, that would basically change everything for not just the WNBA but bubbles in general. Yep. Um thankfully her test did end up being negative. So um sure. they were obviously very swift in controlling it, making sure to test her several times before being allowed back in um, to play. I mean, not that she was like kicked out of the bubble, but allowed back to like normal life. Right, right. Um, And she did, it did end up being uh, what appears to be a false positive. So as of right now, bubbles are still fully effective, um, looking really good there. Um, And so that was definitely a really huge step. And then when I was watching a game the other night, they were having a really fun discussion about bringing the home court to Florida. So they've been having kind of outreach. So they taught you were talking about how the Suns had people recording intros and stuff like that. Well, the WNBA has been kind of connecting with the teams, trying to give them more of a home court atmosphere. We talked to Bridget about how one of the weirdest things is adjusting to the sounds and not having fans there. And so what they've been doing is they're allowed to have the home team gets their own pregame playlist. Um, They actually have had some of the DJs coming uh, in virtually so that they can do their DJ. Like I think the Lynx had, they have a very well-known DJ up in Minnesota. That's their in-house guy. And they piped him in. He was DJing from their home court for them during the warm-ups. So that's super cool. They obviously pipe in, like, the sounds of the game. So, like, the other day, we're sitting there, and we were kind of startled because they had the lakes, like, snarl kind of out of nowhere. (laughs) And the announcers were like, oh, that was, uh, that was a little bit alarming. <laughs> it was, like, right before free throw. Oh, like, geez. Oh, boy. Like, that's okay. That's, that's <laughs> cool. But it's been really neat just to see them 
do their best to give them as much of like a home court experience as they can. And for the away teams, you know, you have to mitigate those kind of weird factors where you're getting those sounds, you're getting distracted. You don't have that like level of comfort, so to speak, as when you have your own home stuff. So I thought that was really cool that they're continuing to like try and innovate. And as they're getting more settled and more comfortable, they're trying to add more to the game day experience, especially because they're getting, they're getting views, you know, they've bumped games onto ESPN. Um, they've really been going out of their way to try and get more exposure, even though pretty much every league is running right now. So super, super cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, one thing that I just wanted to add, um, since we're just here talking about pro sports, just locally. So when we had a huge storm that came through, if you're not familiar with uh, what came through, it was basically a hurricane, like 80 to 100 plus mile per hour winds came through. It's called a derecho. No one's ever heard of it. May have just been made up, but it was crazy and it was wild. And the Des Moines Buccaneers lost chunks of their roof during this big storm so uh, just wanted to to make a note of that if if you guys are here local and have an opportunity to help them out at all they are you know one of our local pro sports teams so we are cheering for them and hoping that bucks arena is i mean back and running for for dollar beer night pretty soon <laughs> we can only hope I know. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure you don't miss any of the Cyclone Fanatic podcasts. I have another podcast that came out today. Today's Thursday. So make sure you check out the Title IX podcast that had our second half of Bridget's um, interview on it. That's that's out today. Um, and just check out everything coming out. There's going to be a lot of content coming out with the Big 12 saying, hey, we're going to give this thing a shot. So, football news coming strong at you um, and we will catch you next week.